What's up, everybody? It's Aaron and Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. Welcome. How you doing? Oh, welcome. I feel like today is so, so like on brand for us. Oh man, throwing my it goodness. back to our olden golden days. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it's gonna be a fun one. Oh yeah. lord. Oh very silly stuff. Very silly mm-hmm. stuff to talk about. Oh my gosh. And by silly, we mean fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I can't wait. Is anything that we do like serious? Not serious? dumb. Yeah. Erudite? No, I don't think so. No. Mm-mm. Honestly, the dumber the better. Truly. Oh, how you doing? I'm good. Just uh. Getting ready for the holiday, mm-hmm. and um, I'm getting new headshots tomorrow, so I've been, like, washing all my clothes, steaming. Mm. I, like, sent my agent a bunch of pictures of outfits, and we picked them together. <laughs> I just did a makeup run. This is not my regular look. This is, like, my, oh, could she? Could we book her as a young, edgy, cool, hip person? <laughs> could we? Could we wing liner, a nice red lip, but like a reddish brown, like uh-huh. not like a bright red, because re- I feel like reddish brown is more in right now. So yeah, it's like cool girl. Yeah, like, it's like yeah. Mm, I'm like just a little done up, but I'll be wearing like a striped shirt, a jean jacket, overalls, a shirt with skulls on it. It's gonna be great. Oh, can't wait! I yeah, can't wait to see them. Mm. Very fun. It's Love fun. that. Yeah. yeah. Love. How that. are you? Great. You're rolling, so- you're rolling solo. Oh, my God. DJ's out of town for like a week, and it's rough. You're doing both jobs. Ugh, all the jobs. All the jobs. It's, you know, it's fine. It's, it's fine not- every once in a while. It's fine, yeah. Yeah, and like, it's a lot of work. You know, yeah, it's just a lot of work. It's just, um, well, luckily, Jack is in preschool, so it's like, yeah. you know, I can... Most of the day is like pretty, pretty chill. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like the end of the day trying to wrangle everybody oh and everybody's like, it's, everybody's tired. Everybody's melting down. It's mm-hmm. just like trying to get everybody to eat, mm. trying to get everybody to listen to me. It's mm-hmm. just, uh, fucking, uh, <laughs> gone, take me away. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I wish, Calgon, like, we could out. still, like, threaten kids with, like, scary things. Yeah, like, like a spanking. <laughs> or, or like, if you don't the, if you don't start listening to me, you're going to, you know, like, the... The boogeyman? The boogeyman's going to come take you away. Yeah. Like, you know? But, but then we, it's like, that's trauma. It's trauma, and we don't, we don't do that to children no. anymore. Um, yeah. I... No, you can't do that. That's rude. Yeah, that, sad. I, I feel like my parents never really threatened me when I was a kid with stuff like that. But no. then also they, I don't know, they did a lot of stuff wrong. <laughs> a lot they of stuff the, right. They did the best they could with the tools they had is That's what right. I think what we have to say now. That's the thing to say. Mm-hmm. 100%. They're they're <laughs> fine. They're great. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I'll like look look back and be like, as a parent now, I'll be like, oh, man. Yeah. My, that, there that was wasn't some, right. That was very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I turned out just fine. Yeah. 
you're yeah. aware. You're aware of the thing, the the um, <sighs> landmines that you need to miss. You're you mm-hmm. know where they are, but you'll step in some other ones and not know it. And you know what? You'll only find out when your kids tell you when they're adults. Yeah, when they're like, "Mom, I need to go to therapy." Yeah. Uh, well, well, that's true of everyone. Listen, all the every if, kid if I have somehow. If I have sons, if I have, if I raise men to go to therapy, all of you done, did your job. I did my job, like, right? You know. I feel like there's a good chance that'll happen just from the, the family, the family that you married into. It's very 100%. normal. Yeah, and open and like, yeah. I think you could get there easy. You got yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 if I could raise vulnerable, open young men mm-hmm. I, I will well, and then retire can, you know? can i offer you like um a positive yeah. if you do raise young vulnerable sweet open young men into adult men mm-hmm. they'll probably get bullied at school by all the other boys so like you won't be the source of their trauma the other kids will and then it's like a win for you yeah 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 no, that's true. Like, that's what are you true. talking about? Your feelings, you asshole. And then whatever, you know, but then but then maybe they'll just like read in their room a lot or whatever. And that's cool. Also, I just feel by the time they're in school, I mean, there's always going to be bullies and there's always going to be yeah. asshole. But like that will know. be the standard. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, the, cool. you know, the new 21 Jump Street, you know, how like. The yeah. Almost, <laughs> it, how it like flip flopped. Cool. Yeah. What was yeah. Cool. yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. What's his butt? Channing Tatum is like is like the jock or whatever. I and always then- want to call him Tanning Chatum. <laughs> <laughs> Which oh is man, your Chatum is so tan. <laughs> How'd you get your Chatum so tan? <laughs> oh, you know, I'm just tanning my Chatum. <laughs> oh my god. Do you go do you go out in the morning sun fully nude and tan your chatum? <laughs> Did you hear Josh Brolin tans his chatum? <laughs> Every morning. Rain or shine. <laughs> it's harder in the rain, but he says he gets it done. <laughs> oh my god. Oh Lord. <laughs> what were we- <laughs> I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Tanning <laughs> that's a very good mouthfeel. You know what? I, if I if I ever start an electronic like down tempo uh, like shoegaze band, it's yeah. gonna be called Tanning Chatum. You know, just that's like, great. I love it. Calm trues, you know, like that, like kind I don't, of. No, I don't okay, know any well, of the stuff. Right. Yeah, but I love it. <laughs> also, it makes me think of. You could just rewrite that Barbara Streisand song. Do 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 tanning chatum. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bop, certified a bop. bop. Oh my god. Okay, well. All right. Well, we were talking about yeah, whatever. Um, cool. Speaking of uh, threatening your children with uh, <laughs> scary monsters. Yeah. This is a epi- This is a cryptid episode. <gasps> Yeah, baby. That's why we're getting back to the olden days. Back to basics. Back to basics. Thanks, Dr. B. She knows mm-hmm. what's up. Yeah. It also applies to the podcast. We're <laughs> not just our lives. Well, you know, we'll just like go through these like phases where we just like are talking about, I don't know, 
mm-hmm. just weird random shit and then you know we just haven't Bring talked it about a cryptid in a long 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 time yeah Back i feel like we we've talked about almost every cryptid there is at this point but if there are ones we haven't well at some point we'll have to talk about the cryptid heidi klum is a worm probably <laughs> A fucking, just, if you haven't seen pictures of Heidi Klum from her Halloween party this year, yeah, her costume was a worm, like, Mm -hmm. like a fucking, she looked like an actual earthworm. Yeah. And when I say, I looked at these pictures for... I don't know, an hour straight and was like crying, laughing, (laughs) like literally had tears streaming down my face, like looking at these pictures. I am not fucking kidding. I'm not I'm not even exaggerating. I every time I look at it, I would erupt into laughter. You were so tickled. I was so tickled. I just like knowing how hot this woman is and just like how cool she is. Yeah. For her to, like, do this is just, like, so ridiculous and so funny. And, I mean, she's just a fucking lunatic. And I love her. <laughs> an a absolute lunatic. An absolute maniac. Like, <laughs> I love her. She really, yeah. I, I mean, the best pictures were her out of the worm, but she still had the face of it. Like the best pictures of her were her on, like just laying on the floor <laughs> as a worm, her little face looking up. The makeup that the people just that did that makeup is incredible. About it. Yeah. Just about it. Oh my god, it, that's how much Aaron loved it. And her husband was like a fisherman. Yeah, so it was. She just, was like the bait. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. It's so funny. But it was like so elaborate. Like my I god. love the dedication. That's what I'm saying, dude. I know. It's fucking iconic. So I know. Good Lord. Uh, anyway, back to cryptids, though. Heidi oh, yeah, Klum yeah, is yeah. one of them now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But no, seriously, we are talking about a specific creature today. Yeah. And I can't wait. It is the Falk monster. It is in it's from Arkansas and mm-hmm. in Arkansas folklore, the Falk monster known as the boggy creek monster and the swamp stalker (laughs) is like it's supposed to be like an ape-like creature um i love the i love the name swamp stalker oh yeah it just like i don't know it could be so many things obviously some sort of swamp area stalker but also i just it makes me think of like swass like swamp ass and like what if there was like someone who was like what if there was like a guy in the club or something and he was like that was his superpower he like sniffed out the sweatiest asses and then he like danced up on those ladies i'm thinking of i'm thinking of like somebody making a brand of like you know that like loomy stuff that like you that like deodorant you can put anywhere Oh yeah, I've heard yeah, I've heard the commercials, I think. Uh I want somebody to make a brand called Swamp Stalker that is like for swamp ass. <gasps> yeah. 
Swamp Stalker, See? like, it's on your swamp ass like a stalker. Yeah. Like, it, it's gonna... It will find your, <laughs> it'll find your swampiest, the swampiest parts of your body and deodorize it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Ooh. Yeah. That's great. Maybe yeah. it's like a live culture. <laughs> like it's an creeping enzyme? Around. It's just creeping around on you like Heidi Klum as a worm. <laughs> I wanted to call her Heidi Klum. Heidi Klum. <laughs> Heidi Klum in the club. <laughs> Heidi Klum in the club is an earthworm. All right. Oh my god. Okay. So, but uh, in so it's from this little teeny town called Fauk. P.S. It's Fook. We were calling it Fook, which is way more fun. What a Fook! <laughs> what the Fook is this monster, y'all? Yeah, but it, apparently, I it's pronounced Fauk. Um. Uh, you know how that monster came to life? Somebody had to f- falk. I don't know. Yeah, somebody fooked an ape. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> fooked an ape. <laughs> somebody fooked a Bigfoot. Yeah, somebody fooked a Sasquatch. Yeah, um, and we have the the falk monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, right, it was. Falk. It was allegedly sighted in the rural town of Falk, Arkansas, during the early 1970s. And also, as the lore goes, the this little swamp stalker, big swamp stalker, I should say, mm-hmm. was alleged to have attacked a local family. Ooh. So it's not just like this elusive yeah, creature. Like deep woods. Yeah, yeah. Like we when you hear about like Bigfoot or Sasquatch, whatever, you just think of like this big ape-like elusive creature in the forest that's keeping to itself and not bothering anybody but this yeah this motherfucker this motherfucker <laughs> he's out here attacking people so <laughs> we're gonna be making this motherfucker oh my uh, god yeah he's fucking trick-or-treating and shit he's showing up at people's houses yeah he's like He's stomping around on people's porches and yeah. reaching in windows and shit. God damn it. Get the Falk out of here. <laughs> Falcon shit, man. <laughs> uh, it's become a part of American and Ar- Arkansas folklore. It also influenced the local culture in, in Falk with a lot of businesses capitalizing on the mm-hmm. local lore. Ooh, so like talk about that. This town has like 300 people in it. There is not very much going on. I mean, it's probably a little bit more by now but yeah. in the 70s there's only a few hundred people and you know it's like if something like this happens and it kind of puts your, your little town on the map you got to capitalize on it yeah 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 it's like fucking uh baker on the way to las vegas with the big thermometer it's like mm-hmm. if that if no one had that big thermometer there that was drawing attention world's largest thermometer we wouldn't have alien jerky. We wouldn't have the big fancy gas station there. We wouldn't have the Del Taco. The That's it right. wouldn't be the pit stop it is today. That's right. So yeah, just think about it. all those kind of like landmarks in your your neck of the woods, wherever that may be, and just mm-hmm. like think about its claim to fame and um, how they have or haven't capitalized on something that yeah. has like put them on the map. So mm-hmm. good for them is what I'm saying. Good for them. Um, so yeah, the this all these like all the folklore even influenced the 1972 docudrama horror film The Legend of Boggy Creek, which 
in its day became the 11th highest grossing film of 1972 Dang. and is still considered to be a cult classic. Um, they only made 11 films in 1972, but <laughs> <laughs> still. I was like going to look and see what other movies were out in 1972. Yeah. Let me look. Because I need to know what like kind of quality we had up against, like what it was running up against. Um, uh, movies in 1972. I feel like if it's a cult classic, that usually means. Mm, okay. This is 1972 is the year that like the Scarface? Godfather came out. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Deliverance, which, you Damn, know. Damn. What? Yeah. Damn. Okay, so it was up against some big films. Yeah. 11. Um, yeah. Last Tango in Paris. Jeremiah Johnson. Okay, that's what this movie reminds me of is Jeremiah Johnson. It has like a lot of the like nature like shots and stuff. Oh, I don't know what that or who that is. Oh, is that okay. a movie? Jeremiah Johnson? Yeah. Um, um yeah. It's uh Yeah. Ben? This Return of the Dragon with Bruce Lee. Oh man. Oh wow. Oh wow. I think um who is in Jeremiah Johnson? Um Robert Redford? Oh, okay. I've never it? heard of that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my dad used to watch it a lot. Oh. Um, yeah. So anyway. Well, yeah. So <sighs> there's a whole ass movie mm-hmm. this is based on. I watched it. We'll talk about that later. Oh, I um, almost watched it and then I didn't. Okay. Well, you didn't miss much. <laughs> okay. I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what if you're like, okay, I'm still confused about what this cryptid looks like. Yeah. Uh, it's ape-like, like we said, yeah. and various reports between 1971 and 1974 described it as being a large bipedal creature covered in long, dark hair. Uh, people were saying it was about seven feet tall and maybe weighed about 250 to 300 pounds. How would you know? I mean... I, that's... I always am like... I never understand that. Like, I know how, like, in 7-Elevens, when you leave 7-Eleven, there's usually, like, a yeah. thing to see what height you are so that, Yeah, I get, know. like, okay, sure. Like, that's fine to guess like height. the height. But yeah, like yeah, weight? yeah. The weight, I, I, I know. What are you talking about? Also, um, if it's seven feet tall and only 250 pounds, it's, like, fucking skinny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's lean. Yeah, well... Maybe it's pretty lean. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. I don't know. But then you see the pictures, you know, and then you're, like from the movie and you're like, no, it looks thick. It's thick like Bigfoot. Yeah. And then some people, one one of the witnesses described it as 10 feet tall with an estimated weight of 800 pounds. So that's thick. Yeah, that's <laughs> thick. <laughs> but also and that's like, tall, dude. That's yeah, tall. 10 feet tall. <laughs> that's, that's the size of a fucking I don't house. even think my ceilings are that tall. I mean, a lot of people's aren't. Yeah. Um, so, okay. It's pretty much Bigfoot. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, that is the vision. Um, and someone described it. I was, like, watching this little, like, like news uh, blip about it because it was, like, last year it was the 50-year anniversary or whatever of the, oh, sure. of the sighting, the yeah. first sightings. Um, mm-hmm. 
of the of in Falk, um, and the like news reporter described it as Sasquatchian. Oh, and I I thought that was just a brilliant brilliant word. So that's so good. I think I might start calling people Sasquatchian. Yeah. Oh, they were very Sasquatchian. Like a big, like dumb, like January sixth participator. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You're very. Sasquatchian. <laughs> what? Well, who's the um? Who's the butler of the Adams family? Oh, Lur- uh, he was very Lurch. Lurchian. <laughs> very Lurchian. He was very. I want to say Lurchian, but more Sasquatchian, <laughs> if that makes sense to you. He basically he was a Sasquatch with he a bald was, head. <laughs> he was Lurch-esque with a Sasqu- Sasquatchian nature. <laughs> <sighs> he was called a Sasquatchian, which is a bald Sasquatch, and he was present on January 6th at the Capitol. Isn't and his that name's guy on Dave. Duck, isn't that guy on Duck Dynasty? Yes. Yes, I believe so. Oh, my uh, God. Um, uh, didn't we grow up with that guy's kids? We sure did. <laughs> He's in jail now. Mm-hmm. Um some accounts describe the Falk monster as running swiftly with a galloping gait and swinging its arms yes. like, like okay. ape-like, you know? Yeah, so that does make me think, okay, maybe it's more agile, more nimble mm. than Bigfoot, you know? Yeah. Because like Bigfoot, Bigfoot no, is not running usually. It's like, huh, huh, huh. it's like um snowshoe walk. Like it's like the equivalent of snowshoeing or cross-country skiing, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. It's, it's like got a hard. Yeah, it's just like yeah. bopping around. Yeah, but this this is like the the Falk monster from what is described seems to be a little bit more like light on its feet and yeah, running rather than lumbering around. Um Yeah. And reports also describe it as having a horrible odor, mm. like being stank as fuck. <laughs> and it's just like this is like the worst combination, I think. Uh, it's a combination of skunk and wet dog, <sighs> which woof. Oh, but that's like very wild animal, you know, like musky, yeah. like that's smelling. True. So but, uh, yeah, and also I'm assuming it lives outdoors, so it's like yeah, of course. It, but that's so like also where it's, it's like pungent, you know. It's not getting that close to people, so they're smelling it from that far away. You know what I mean? Because nobody you. It, nobody's actually been up right next to it. Yeah, there's been like some quote unquote close encounters. Like, but yeah. if, I feel like if you're close enough to something to like smell it, then that's it's too close. <gasps> okay, I will say though, oh my God, I was walking downtown on Sunday, like around brunch time to the pottery studio, and I started smelling so much cologne. And I was not, no one was even around. Ew. I know no one like no one had passed me and I was like oh my god like it was so thick and then I look and these two dudes were each getting out of like their cars they had parked like one behind the other it was them they smelled it it was so much fucking cologne I could smell them like outside like 50 feet away I was it was gross that happened to me I was like going to the post office and this woman she wasn't even getting out of her car. She was just like, she was like already out. She'd been outside. So she had time to air out, you know, and was getting yeah. in her car. And I don't know if it was her car or her when she opened the door. <gasps> 
you know, like, I don't know if it was just her or her. Or like, like the car has built up. Like, yeah, I don't know. Every time they put too much perfume or cologne like she on and then sprays get in the car. The co- she sprays herself while she's in, in the, the car. car or something. But oh. I was just like, oh, and it was like not good perfume. It, it never was, is. It never is because that much of something is not good. No. Yeah, it was bad. I was just like, and then I can smell like, you know, when you're just like driving or you're like out walking and somebody drives by you. Yeah. And you would smell their car. That's too much. It's, it's too, too much. much. It's it's I like hate it. It's like what? How do people not know? I don't know, man. I think people have nose blindness. I think they don't smell very well. I think a lot of people have permanently had their sense of smell damaged from COVID. I I oh, truly believe it. I do. Yeah. I mean, people wearing too much cologne or perfume has always existed, but it's yeah, probably worse true. now because yeah, people have like permanent taste bud and like smell issues yeah dude that well that sucks and i feel bad for them but also just stop using it if you can't smell how much you're wearing then you should not be using it no period. yeah End it's of story. it's irresponsible it's ir- it is <laughs> it should be illegal honestly I, there's so many people are like allergic to i am scents. Yeah, yeah 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 it's like oh my god i walk into instant Sephora migraine and, yes yes I'll walk into Sephora. I was like, oh, I kind of want to work at Sephora this holiday season. I feel like that would be fun and I'd get a discount and I just want to like work with makeup. But you have to be able to be around the fucking perfume and I can't. I walked in there the other day to pick up something like I ordered it ahead of time and this girl was just kept spraying. And I was like, ma'am, like, did you smell it? Spray it onto the piece of paper and take it with you and smell it. Keep smelling it if you want to smell it that bad. Okay. Like it's like it's not good. It's like it's, it's just good. as bad to have that much like perfume on. As I'd rather smell BO. Smell like, I'd rather smell BO sometimes. Yeah. I'd 100%. You know? Yeah. I'd rather smell any sort of natural human odor. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess we could say that like this is the grossest cryptid we've talked to. I don't know. I feel like we the squonk about- was gross. Oh, yeah. The squonk was gross emotionally, though, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think that the, I don't, I think this I think Sasquatch is like stank, too. Yeah, true. They're all gross. It's yeah. like I don't want to falc any of these. Mm-mm. No Mm-mm. falcon. I was going to say, do we give the award for cryptidite? We at least like to falc. We know which one we most like to falc. Pigman. Oh, yeah. Like sexy ass pigman. Yeah. But no kissing. No, no. Get that face. No. Get that snout away from me. You know what I want it to do with that snout, though? Eat your butt? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just thinking of that Instagram you sent me with the guy with the longest nose. Oh my god yeah I don't think that's worth a full episode because it's just like this man had a huge ass nose and like you know he had you know at least once he had to have <laughs> fucked someone with it it's just it looks like a dick okay it looks like a dick it's long and it's like but I don't know if it's hard it might be floppy <laughs> but it has cartilage in it so it's gotta like but be do a- you have cartilage all the way this guy must have yeah i don't know because it wasn't at full it wasn't like he was had a trunk but it looked it wasn't like it was very around. like chody it was <laughs> like a half ch- it was like a chub it's like a half erection 
people are like it's like it's making the round rounds on the internet and people are like this man is like king he invented the 69 and like all this shit it's just like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) oh my god all right we're so happy to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. i had my first session on BetterHelp the other day and it was just so lovely could not have been easier to set up the appointment like you there's like times to choose from the user experience is just chef's kiss it's ah, it's so (laughs) perfect it's so easy and you know my my therapist chats with me throughout the week just says hi (gasps) lets me know she's like thinking of of me and you know, reminds me like, oh yeah, I should schedule my next. Like, I oh. she doesn't she doesn't say anything. She just like, just says hi, how are you, and like just pops in to say hi. And then you're chat. like, oh yeah, I want to talk to her about something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so nice. It. There's no like, you know, because sometimes you're just like, oh, I'm too busy, or like, oh, I'm like in a weird place. I don't really like want to think about that right now, or I don't want to think about anything. And then it's yeah. just like, I really appreciate that. That's cool. And you like got right into it, right? Like you Mm -hmm. had your first session and like you talked about stuff. If you're looking for someone to talk to, like this will connect you very quickly. We've Mm -hmm. talked about how hard it is finding someone maybe through, you know, like locally and kind of going through the internet in your area and trying to find like both of us had a very similar experience in that people weren't getting back to us people were full I was put on wait lists I had to wait on forever and like you were able to find someone schedule your first appointment and actually talk to them about yeah things that are important to you yeah I think like you know that's one of the hardest things and I've I've said this before like when you're not in a very like good place yeah the hardest thing is to like pick up the phone or like call around or even just like doing like searches on the internet yeah takes up so much bandwidth sometimes Mm -hmm. and it and I I had a couple instances where I reached out to therapists and they were like sorry I'm full like I am not accepting new patients and that like was like rejection and it sucked it felt (laughs) so yeah it felt it felt really rough but this was this experience with BetterHelp has just been so easy and like, I don't know. I Ugh. can't say enough about it. So yeah, that's awesome. If you're really looking for a way to start taking care of yourself and it for it to just be as, as simple as it could be, this is a really, really good place to start. I love that. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash dtfu that's better help h-e-l-p dot com slash dtfu thank you for sponsoring this episode uh, better help thank you so much thank you for our better minds 
So the Falk monster first made local headlines in 1971 when mm. it was reported to have attacked the home of Bobby and Elizabeth Ford on May 2nd, 1971. Dang. Um, so they're just like chilling in their house one night. And according to Elizabeth Ford, the creature, she she thought she like heard something scuffling around outside and just assumed it was a bear. Like we're we live in the wilderness like yeah yeah these people live in arkansas in the middle of nowhere it's like yeah there's animals there's animals you hear like you hear like you know maybe like a little pawing around you're like oh i don't want to go out there right now Mm -hmm. so she's just like oh thought it was a bear but it reached through a screen window while she was sleeping on a couch and i don't know if it like grabbed her or she saw the arm coming through or what but she Mm. freaked out and then her husband and and his brother Don chased it away. Um, and they like chased after it with guns, like shot at it a few times. And they thought they probably hit it, but didn't see any blood anywhere. And mm. there was a search of the area that which, you know, nobody could find any kind of hint that there was anything around. Um but they did find three toed footprints close to the house, mm. as well as scratch marks on the porch and damage to a window in the house's siding. So oh. something was out there, maybe. Um, yeah. And they had heard some like noises around outside before, like a couple days before. Um, but they had only lived in this house for like a week. And so they were just thinking, okay, it's just critters. Like we just yeah. need to, you know, we're we're in the we're in the sticks. Like we just need yeah. to chill out and let nature do its thing. But then they had this close encounter, which scared the shit out of them. Um, so weird that like there's just a lot of red flags in this, and I oh, know yeah. it's like being picky, but uh, like she was asleep. And nose that reached through the w- the screen, and it's like, well, if you were asleep, that's weird. Were you were you just laying on the couch? I don't know. I want to know: Are these people drunk? Because yeah, like they are one hundred percent, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, because I'm like, what's the brother doing over there? Like, she's passed out on the couch. Him and his brother are like fucking around in the garage. Like, what are they? Like, are they just like crushing? Drink- I beers? think you're drinking beers and yeah shooting thing shooting beer cans in the garage or something like used to say i don't I know. know i don't yeah and then it's like now now that you said like oh they had just moved in there like a week ago it's like okay yeah like what teens rented a, a costume like a sasquatch or an ape costume from a costume rental place that yeah. weekend you know what i mean it's like this uh, it's so weird when people like report this as a real thing. You know what I mean? It's not like someone in a costume came to our house and was fucking with us and we want to file a report. It's like, I saw a cryptid reaching yeah. through <laughs> my screen. Please. Also, bears can and will reach into Sure, things. yeah. They'll do the reach around. Yeah, or maybe it was a raccoon, okay? Raccoons have those like creepy little human hands. She was very drunk if she thought a raccoon was a bear. Listen, they can get big. <laughs> And they're they could be rabid and scary. So yeah, that's true. Maybe um, it was like uh, maybe it was like three raccoons in a trench coat. 
and she couldn't tell. But a fur coat. Three raccoons <laughs> in a fur coat. Maybe it was just a huge fucking raccoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Dude, like an that would be a cryptid. Yeah, dude. Why oh. hasn't anybody invented this, okay? Someone should. It should be us. Three-toed prince. Oh, is that a raccoon foot? Maybe. I don't know. Let me look it up. Yeah, raccoon, like three or four probably. I feel like they have the little pad and uh-huh. then a couple around it. But probably not. But they have five fingers because they have like human hands. Yeah. Okay. Raccoons have baby human hands. Yeah, they do. It's like a little baby hand. Yeah. But with like claws on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Dang. Well, whatever this was, who's to say? Yeah, we don't know. But, but. Uh, they were freaked out. And mm-hmm. I think they like called the police and they're all scared and they reported this scary thing and they were like shooting at it so yeah yeah they were shooting at it well yeah hopefully it wasn't a person well they didn't hit it luckily they thought they did and then Mm -hmm. the when they investigated it they were like there's no blood so no you didn't Uh uh-huh but one like we thought we we were shooting at it It, man that thing ran off we don't know we hit we definitely hit it though (laughs) that thing that thing scurried off like it was a a, three raccoons in a fur coat (laughs) We definitely hit it, though. We were, yeah, we hit it. We were really shooting. We shot a lot of bullets at it. Must have <laughs> hit it. Must have hit it. I heard it hit something. It's like, oh, no, you just shot a you hole. You boys ain't your- shoot nothing. <laughs> yeah. You shot a hole in your gas tank, sir, in yeah. your car in the driveway. <laughs> There's, like, damage to the siding <laughs> of the house. They're like, uh, these are bullet holes? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is buckshot? Oh, my God. Um... Okay, so one month after the Fords had their sighting, uh, Southern State College, which is now known as Southern Arkansas University, um, an archaeologist there, Frank Schombach, determined that there, there's a 99% chance the tracks are a hoax. A direct quote from this A man. direct quote. There's a 99% <laughs> chance the tracks are a hoax, which is like, come into 100, sir. Also, yeah. le- I guess you always no have to No wiggle leave- room. No at least room. at least go to 99.99. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I think we can all agree. Um, but he so he his like he wanted to provide additional information. So Schombach cited that the toe problem. So the fact that there, these had only three toe marks, but all primates have five toes. So it couldn't have been like an ape like creature. Mm-hmm. Um, couldn't be la- bipedal. Bipedal. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you. The reason, like a bipedal mammal, has five toes to, is, is for, for the balance. balance to walk. Yeah, on to their, walk yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it was standing up, so they're yeah. like, that doesn't check out. Um, and he also cited the lack of historical primate activity in the region as being an issue. Like that's another reason why it couldn't have been an ape-like creature because we haven't had that in that region. And then all primates being completely diurnal Mm -hmm. okay i didn't know how to say that but that means they're daytime versus nocturnal and that's what everybody was claiming that this falc monster was supposed to be like a nocturnal creature that was just like a peeping a peeping falc (laughs) 
<laughs> just like watching this woman snore on this couch. Yeah, I yeah. Don't know. He's falcon um, around out there. Yeah, you know what he's doing. Uh, he'll. Well, the Falcons come out at night. Hands. The Falcons come out at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he cited all these things as this being like just complete fuckery. He's yeah. like, this is not nothing he's is like, going on. He's like, all right, let's say there is something, the one percent chance. Let me tell yeah. you how it's not anything. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let me. Let tell me tell you, you how it's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Um. And then on May 23rd, 1971, three people reported seeing an ape-like creature crossing U.S. Highway 71. Um, It was like the people were D.C. Woods Jr., Wilma Woods, and Mrs. R.H. Sedgast. These are all fake names, obviously. (laughs) Like, yeah, for the police report, can I take your name? I'm Mrs. R.H. Sedgast. Like... (laughs) These sound fake to me. I don't know know. what they're doing in Arkansas. You don't know. Yeah, who's to say? (laughs) Um, And most of the reports uh, after this time or around this time, like excluding the Fords and the Woods, Mm -hmm. were just of the footprints, not of the Mm -hmm. actual creature. So people were reporting that they were finding a lot of these like three-toed, you know, footprints throughout the fields and shit around the area. Mm. And the best known footprints were found in a soybean field belonging to local filling station owner, Scott Keith. Um, they were scrutinized by game. Never warden. trust anybody with two first names. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Scott Keith. Also, his parents were two first cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Rude. Oh. <laughs> I just wanted to get another first and okay they well let listen no shade to Arkansas but shade to Arkansas you know what I mean like this is like that's the undercurrent here is that th- this is this place is very backwoods you know like yeah. we're talking all these people well, who knows what's going on especially Falk like there's it's yeah 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 teeny like, tiny place and yeah it's so you know, rural it's yeah very rural yeah and I'm an elitist, so get over it. Okay. <laughs> they were scrutinized. <laughs> the The footprints were scrutinized by game warden Carl Gallion, who was unable to confirm their authenticity. So uh, I didn't know what a game warden was, but that's so funny to me. He's like, I know. I'm keeper of the game. Game of- wardens are a big deal. They can like. Uh, I didn't know. They like, pr- they keep uh, like, they track like, uh, you know, like endangered animals and. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I figured he had some, a job like that to do. But um, so, yeah, he was like unable to confirm it, their authenticity. He couldn't say what it belonged to and just mm-hmm. seemed, again, like fake. Um, and then after news about the sightings, this is going to make so much sense <laughs> to everyone listening who is thinking Arkansas. Interesting. Um, OK, so after news spread about the sightings, radio station K-A-A-Y. K. <laughs> Okay. 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 So this radio station posted a thousand dollar that one thousand ninety dollar bounty. Very okay. specific. This uh, reward amount is so it's, weird and random. It must have been exactly what they had, like in the petty cash drawer at the totally. radio station. They're yeah. like, we have one thousand ninety dollars. They're like, we have one thousand eighty nine dollars. And then like Deb, the secretary's like, I have a dollar. 
And they're like, we have $1,090. It's like, just keep, just round down to a thousand. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's keep fine. the $90, throw a Pete's party for the station. <laughs> like, have some fun with each other. You're oh all related. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so rude. Okay. So several attempts were made to track the creature with dogs, but they were unable to follow its scent. Mm. That's a surprise since this thing is supposed oh, how to stink weird. to the high heavens. Oh, the dogs couldn't pick up a scent of a non-existent <laughs> thing. That smells like at- swass. Swass. Um, and then, okay, so when that failed, hunters began to take interest, bringing their guns out into the these, they wouldn't be streets, but into these fields. And they're like, <laughs> um trying to find this monster and the Miller County Sheriff Leslie Greer was forced to put a temporary no guns policy in place in order to preserve public safety because people were just out here with their guns probably shooting anything that moved and looked remotely tall honestly like if you get enough people in like a single area like especially when people are like just out there trying to hunt and like minding their own business you know, yeah, you have like, like regular people and then yeah. you have people hunting. It's like yeah. there might just be regular people out here like taking a walk. Yeah. Or like trying to hide in a blind and like just trying to, you know. Oh, or other hunters. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Um, and so in 1971, three people were fined $59 each for filing a fraudulent monster report. <laughs> oh, so that's unrelated to the guns. But um, there There's- were three people. Yeah, there's definitely like some there was like an epidemic of just like, you know, people it was like it got very viral this whole thing. Yeah, for, for the, the time. time. Yeah, yeah. 59 if if I knew I was going to get fined for doing something I really thought was funny and it was only $59, I'd do it. Yeah, but that's like in that in those days like that'd be like true. 150 100 and some dollars now. Yeah. I'd still do it if I thought it was funny enough and I had the cash. Yeah, it's kind of low stakes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd t- maybe try and tie it to like some radio promotion or something, you know, try yeah. and try I to get know. that. Try, try to, to get, get that one thousand and ninety dollars. <laughs> yeah. Try to get it. Um, and so uh, then uh, time goes by. And by 1986, the mayor of Falk, Virgil Roberts and former Miller County Sheriff Leslie Greer were of the opinion that the alleged Falk monster tracks were man-made. They finally came to the conclusion oh. over a over a decade later that uh, that in fact these were m- man-made. Yeah. Um, and then Greer's coworker at the time, Chief Deputy H. L. Phillips, said that he had not taken calls regarding the monster in years. He didn't believe the creature existed, stating. I don't believe in it, but I'd say you don't argue with people who say they've seen it. Many were respectable and responsible folks. So he was not he was not being judgy about who said they had or hadn't seen it. He didn't believe in it, but he was fine to let other people believe in it. This is why we're in the state that we are now. Agreed. It's we, like that's false news. That's not a fact. We have let people for for our own comfort's sake. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know? Yeah. To not be in a confrontation. To not be in a confrontation when somebody is obviously full of shit or has allowed themselves to be taken for a ride. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Well, uh, so all of this, you know, this craze 
in the early 70s um, yeah. of everybody like claiming they had had encounters or like that there were sightings of the the Falk monster. Uh, it inspired the 1972 docudrama The Legend of Boggy Creek, uh, the movie. Yeah. To be released. And it, it basically, this movie, it's like half, uh, you know, dramatic movie with like actors and stuff in it. Like reenactments. A- a- actors is a. Air quotes. Um, air quotes. Um, no one famous is in it. No one with a Wikipedia page is in it. Like you No can, one with like, the IMDb. Can, yeah. Yeah. You can't but even link to anyone. A lot of people who were actual her actual uh you know people who live in Falk like yeah who have had who had experiences or are in this movie this movie is very uh it's very 70s it's very like of the time mm-hmm. um it mixes stage interviews with some local residents like I was saying who who claim that they had encountered the creature um mm-hmm. and then like it's like a reenactment but like a little more like uh you know, produced and, um, and the aesthetic is like of the time, which is great. Um, it sounds very much like a Christopher guest movie to me. Yes. The way it's described. I don't know if that's in the execution, but, uh, yeah. So I would say it's like, (laughs) it's very boring. Uh, Mm. it's like a lot of, um, a lot of shots of like nature that, are just take really long to it's just like a lot of those but it's like also has that aesthetic of like a slasher film um of like early slasher film like the way that it like kind of builds up this like uh you feel like it's starting to build up attention but then it just doesn't like you know like it's like nothing ever yeah it's like it's like you're building towards like a texas chainsaw massacre kind of like scary moment but it's uh it just doesn't it doesn't ever get there but they <sighs> do they do show like a kind of reenactment of what happened with the uh the fords the ford family yeah, yeah. um the, he punches through the window yeah it is in it and that was that was pretty it was okay it was just huh. wasn't wasn't very scary though so well i mean they made it on a $160,000 budget which is pretty impressive for what you're saying like yeah how like artsy it was um the director was charles b pierce who was just like a local salesman and convinced a bunch of kids at the high school to work on it like which i'm assuming they worked for free i mean this man this man really made his like you know film school dreams come true because it is very that yeah it's 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 not bad this is the best kind of example of that where it's like, oh, he's doing this other job, but like has this passion for a project he wants to complete. So he does mm-hmm. it on the side. He's like, you know, he's like, I'm just going to make it. I have this idea. I'm just going to make it. I'm not going to wait for someone else to like let me make it. Honestly, very cool. Like that's the thing about this movie that I find so impressive and why it is a cult classic, I think, is because mm-hmm. it's just this like it's a very like uh Honestly, this is the most interesting thing about this whole topic about the is the film is the film to yeah. me, yeah, uh, because it is just this like guy who made it who, um, I don't think he did anything else really, but like yeah, this was his like kind of passion project, and he kind of capitalized. 
in like he capitalized on the moment of this like all becoming like this frenzy you know this like kind of media frenzy and he just like made this movie out of nothing kind of and really quickly really quickly and it was just like low budget well for the time um and now I guess yeah oh for sure I mean yeah it was probably like a mid-range budget for the time I don't know who's to say, I guess. But, you know, it's hard these days because movies are hundreds of millions of dollars sometimes. Well, it made a shit ton of money for yeah, its time. Yeah, it did. It did good. Yeah. And it didn't have anyone famous like you're like no one was. But it was very, you know, people were talking about this and kind of interested in it. So it made like so it did well in the box office in 1972 with its initial release, 25 million it made that's not confirmed but i guess that's like what the uh, his daughter said who has like his books and stuff he's now mm. passed but um yeah like she was she said that it made about 25 million with its initial release and then it was re-released in 1975 because mm. it did so well and it was so interesting and it made another almost 5 million mm-hmm. so like that's a good amount for only spending one hundred and sixty thousand dollars, dude. Yeah, it's a huge return on investment. Huge, and, and I mean, honestly, like a lot of the movie, like the filler of it is like these, like really kind of naturey shots. Like, oh, and, he was a Ken Burns before his time. Well, he didn't have the like huge time. wide wide shots, but it was oh. like lots of close up of like you know the swamp and. Yeah. The sounds of nature and stuff. Ooh. But yeah, kind of Kim Mernsey, I guess. Yeah. It was like, but also had like, again, like I said, like that kind of 1970s, like, aesthetic. Yeah. Of like a horror film. I don't know. It's very, it's, it, it was, and it was like very endearing to me to see like the people that lived in this town in it. Oh. Like, and they were like doing not a bad job. Like. It, oh, good. Yeah. It's so. I don't know. It was um I get I get why it's a cult classic. And yeah. I think it's very impressive that this man just like made this movie and it was uh such a huge huge success for the time. Well, I mean like you're not the Comparatively. only person. Yeah, you're not the only person that found it like, you know, impressive and and very like I don't know, just interesting because uh-huh. um it inspired other films like the writer and director Daniel Merrick. I mean, a cult classic will do that, right? Like, yeah. it just it something about it gets into people's brains and then they like latch on to whatever it is that they like about it. Yeah. And I think f- this film, it wasn't the narrative. It was the artistic, like the vision of it. It was there's the, there's some like shots and some like um, creative camera work that. Yeah. I, I I can tell like it did inspire other things yeah. probably. And you know what it takes sometimes is someone who has no idea what they're doing. And that's and they're and they're like, you know what? I just need to get this to happen and they figure out a creative way to do it cuz they're mm-hmm. not all like tied into, well, that's not how you do it, you know? Yeah. That's what's cool. And it did yeah. open up like, yeah, I mean, it, cult classic inspired other directors um David or Daniel Merrick, who uh, directed and or co-directed and wrote The Blair Witch Project mm. in 1999, he cited The Legend of Boggy Creek as like being very influential. OK, this is very interesting. OK, yeah, yeah, it makes sense from the visuals. 
a little I, bit. I think just like some of the uh, some of the shots, honestly, like and oh. just like the um, the feeling of it, because it's like you're in the forest, you know, and, yeah. and it's just yeah. like that kind of claustrophobic feeling. Yeah. So I can I can totally I can totally see that. That's very interesting. Isn't that weird that it's a claustrophobic feeling and you're in the middle of nowhere outside in nature? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love movies so much. I just got full body chills. I know. I oh, know. my God. Um, OK, so there were some sequels. One official, one unofficial. But I don't think um, Charles B. Pierce ever worked like he didn't he wasn't involved. But like his maybe his estate was or like he gave the thumbs up, but he didn't really uh-huh. work on it. Um the, the official one, Boggy Creek 2 and the Legend Continues, was released in 1985, and it was later featured in an episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000, which uh-huh. when I brought it up, Pete's like, I think I've seen that on Mystery Science Theater. And then I was like, oh, no, it was the second one. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess that one's not as good <laughs> as the first one. Okay. They never and then, are. Yeah. And then the unofficial one, Return to Boggy Creek, actually featured the Don Wells, A.K.A. Marianne from Gilligan's Island. Oh, yes. Uh, which I thought was interesting. She plays like a mom. Her kids are like being chased by this thing or whatever. Okay, okay. Um, by the by the swamp stalker. <laughs> um, but I do want to talk real quick about the original movie poster, which in itself is pure art. I fucking love this visual. It's so good. The color scheme, it's like it's like the swamp at sunset. It's like looks like it's on fire with like the oranges and the yellows. It's very beautiful. Very 70s, but also very, very beautiful. 70s. Mm-hmm. Very 70s. Very 70s. It looks like a poster that you would have like in a house I want or this. something. Yeah, I yeah. want this poster. Ooh, I bet you could buy it on Etsy. I, I, I'm going to look for it because yeah. it's it's just it's the art and the the like font of the of the, the font's great. Of the, it's like almost know. old English, but like yeah. not as hard old English. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Also, the okay, the movement expressed in this poster, like it really conveys the galloping that was mentioned in the sightings, like the uh-huh. way the arm is reaching down. But also, and this is what I thought immediately when we were researching doing this topic, like we were, you know, on our status earlier this week talking about this. <laughs> looks like a speed skater it's the first speed skating <laughs> cryptid that we've ever seen right yeah it's good i can, I can see that like, you know how they like lean down uh, yeah like yeah, and they yeah. move their arm they like go with their arm they kind of move it back and forth and the other arms behind their back it looks like that to me i literally i want this poster so bad it's, you need it i i absolutely love it so much it's like it's sinister but yeah. also beautiful at the same time. Yes, which is the film, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's kind it's very it, there is a reverence in this movie for nature and for, you know, the yeah. and for the creature itself. There's like mm. respect for it that's conveyed f- because it's like what it, what is happening with this creature? Is this like, yeah. you know, what what's going on? Are they lonely? Like what what do we how do we like but also, like, shouldn't we leave it alone? But also, it's, like, mm. coming into, like, town. And I don't know. It's it's very fascinating. Um, yeah. So. I love it's, it. It's very fun. Well, okay. Going back to the beginning, you mentioned that there's, like, 
in the town. There's not much going on, but they have since capitalized on like the town itself has capitalized on the buzz with mm-hmm. businesses and stuff. And when I was I didn't even notice, but I was like searching like Falk Monster, you know, and I didn't even notice that Falk Monster Mart populated in the search um in the search bar and I they got it they got it listen okay this is when we go on our U.S. tour and first off is Casa Bonita (laughs) or maybe that's the grand finale Uh uh-huh and also we go to that like Shields or whatever in the pyramid that big like oh, yeah, yeah, outdoor yeah. store. I don't know if it's a Shields, but that's that's an outdoor store. But it's the like Bass in the Pro Shop. Yeah, yeah, Bass Pro Shop in the Pyramid. Yeah, um, and probably there's probably other places I'm forgetting, but you know, we yeah. those are two places I want to go on our t- on our U.S. tour. We have to go to Falk Mart. Oh yeah, located obviously in Falk, Arkansas. This place is historical museum meets souvenir shop meets convenience store all in one place you can legit look at fossils you could buy a sasquatch mug or send a sasquatch postcard and you could destroy your intestines with a slim jim babe that's what this place is all about it's a one-stop shop I fucking love it. And I want to get some Falk jerky, okay? I want to get some Falk jerky. Yeah. And I I want to get an old some piece swaps, of- Some swamp stalker jerky. <laughs> some swamp jerky. Yeah, baby. I want to get some, uh, I want to get some, obviously, merch. Like, they have, like, everything looks very Bigfooty. Uh-huh. I I don't think it's, like, proprietary Falk but monster. Like, I, okay, here's the thing. It's either- it's not to me. It's like not a knockoff Bigfoot. It's not a. It's not a faux Bigfoot. It's but that's what they're selling it as. I know. It's this is like the obscure like, like you've probably never heard of it, kind of cryptid. You know what I mean? Oh, like, <laughs> like this is the this is the obscure cryptid. Like this is the, I don't know, exclusive. Like this, like. I want to rebrand him is what I'm saying. The lesser known. It's like, okay, it's like how, okay, it's like how. Okay, do any of these other fucking cryptids have like a cult classic film? Dude. I don't think so. This is the art house cryptid. Yes. This is the art house Sasquatch. Okay, I totally get it. It's giving (laughs) culture. So yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, I'm never going there. No. Um, Okay. (laughs) Uh, well, let's, uh, let's see, uh, follow us on social media. Ooh, at DTFU podcast. Uh, go to our website. It's DTFUpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. You can shoot us a story. Uh, mm. we love getting listener stories. Maybe yeah. We'll do a big end of the year listener story episode. Maybe we'll do that for our 300th episode. I don't know. We still oh, haven't figured oh out what we're going to do. Um, oh my God. Got to figure that out. Um, it's really coming fast and furious. And it's like mm-hmm. during the holidays, which I is know. hard. Maybe after. It might yeah. be. Yeah. Um, yeah. But send us send us a note through there. That's probably the best way to reach us because it just goes straight to our email. Yeah. Um, and I think that's it. Go to our All Patreon. Right. Patreon. Ooh, yeah. Patreon. Yeah patreon.com slash ttfe podcast and Mm -hmm. 
lots of fun stuff on there, extra content, more content than you would ever believe. Um, and we have a Discord, so that's super fun. Yeah, Check it out. That's the best. And I think that's it. Yeah. Everybody stay excellent to yourselves. And each other. Bye. Bye.